0: Hello Blazers, welcome to episode 26 of UAB Green and Told. Original air date, Monday, August 3rd, 2020. This podcast allows us to have conversations with members of the UAB family. I'm Greg Berry, Assistant Director in the UAB Office of Alumni Affairs. On this episode, we welcome Dr. Jennifer Breland, Assistant Vice President of Alumni and the Executive Director of the UAB National Alumni Society. Right now, the NAS is going through a major change. As Jennifer will share, from here on in, a dues-based membership is out, which allows the organization to better serve all alumni.
1: Through the membership program, we were only serving a small percentage of our graduates.
0: The decision to move away from a dues-based model wasn't something that happened overnight. It was a lengthy process that included key stakeholders from our UAB community. And as Jennifer will explain, the conversations kept returning to
1: one thing. It all led back to this was the best decision for UAB and its alumni. To get the word out about its transition,
0: the NAS launched a huge campaign, and it's based off of four words, from
1: here on in. That in that is at the the tail of it is is what is so important. So we want to be inclusive. We also want to be an opportunity for you to be involved.
0: For more than 40 years, the National Alumni Society has been a voice for UAB's growing alumni population. But now, the organization is shifting, making the major decision to move from dues-based membership to one that is open to all alumni. And as Dr. Jennifer Breland explains, the NAS is here to support the university, alumni, and students.
1: Every institution needs kind of a coordinating body to bring all of their alumni back together and give them a place to be able to plug in and support their alma mater once they've graduated. And so I think that's, you know, that's kind of standard for, for all institutions. And at that point, the National Alumni Society was formed to become an independent 501c3 voice for alumni and support the institution and support the mission of UAB and its graduates and, and its students at the same time.
0: One of the biggest things the National Alumni Society does is give back to the students. You mentioned the students and it gives scholarship. Why is it important to continue that throughout the 40 year history and beyond?
1: So without our students, we don't have alumni and we need to support those students as they pursue their educational goals and ultimately, You know, we want every student that comes out of UAB or every graduate that comes out of UAB to have a successful both personal and professional experience. And so it's our job to support students while they're on campus, help them get through that process. If we can ease financial burdens for them, um, that, that will hopefully make their student experience even better, and then ultimately encourage them to support UAB, their alma mater, when they move on.
0: The National Alumni Society has been a membership fee-based organization for quite a while now.
1: Why now? Why
0: change it to be inclusive for all members?
1: Well, as we took a kind of a deep dive into looking at our, our membership model, what we found was that through the membership program, we were only serving a small percentage of our graduates. And we really felt like we were an organization that needed to represent every graduate from UAB. And as we move through today's world, that alumni voice needs to be strong. And UAB stands for some amazing, amazing values. um, and, And we need to be able to promote those values with our grads and make sure that our alumni voice is representing those values of our graduates.
0: This transition wasn't taken lightly at all by the National Alumni Society. You started this process well over a year ago. Talk a little bit about the process that went into deciding, you know what, we are going to go without dues.
1: Sure, I mean I would say this process has been well over you know at least two years in the making. Um, You know there's there's been a lot of talk in the industry about moving away from dues-based models of membership and, and becoming more inclusive, representative organizations. And so, so our first step was, you know what, let's, let's create a strategic plan. Let's create the plan that's going to guide us through the next five years. And we worked with stakeholders from all across campus, across the community, um, with our all of our alums to say, you know, what do we want this organization to be? And one of the strategic initiatives that came out of that plan was to look at our membership model and was it doing for UAB what we needed it to do. And so a task force was put together that also represented all of those stakeholders to look at the engagement side, the financial side, really the whole picture of membership and were we getting what we needed. And ultimately it came back that, you know, it looked like we needed to explore potentially a non dues based model. This might be a good setup for for our university and our alumni. So we did that. And the task force came forward and made a recommendation to the NAS board of directors that said, you know, let's let's do away with this model and become a more inclusive organization. And the board approved that in April, officially in April. And then um, we were able to move forward with this transition to take place on October 1st.
0: You mentioned the stakeholders. Why was it so important to include people from a wide, diverse college background?
1: We wanted to make sure that we looked at this, this issue or this decision from every possible viewpoint. That anyone that wanted to have input on this had the opportunity and so you know when you call in a lot of different people you get a lot of different opinions and there were a lot of different opinions and there were a lot of things discussed but it all led back to this was the best decision for UAB and its alumni.
0: What is the timeline for the membership transition? The announcement was made July 15th, where do we go from here?
1: So over the next several months, we will be, you know, announcing different pieces of the transition, um, making sure that all of the the details have been handled, that we have all the programming changes in place that need to happen, that all of our alumni are educated as to what the change means. And then we will officially become a non-dues-based membership organization on October 1st, 2020.
0: The National Alumni Society isn't going anywhere. And I think that's one of the messages that has to be clear to the wide scope of the alumni. When it comes to lifetime members, what does the transition mean specifically for them?
1: So for our lifetime members, that is a group of individuals that has been foundational in the success of the National Alumni Society. That is the group of people who have made a significant uh, investment in the scholarship program that is a top priority for the NAS, and so where the the membership program will change, those lifetime members will still be recognized as a very special group of people, and so there will be programming put in place to make sure that they realize they are still a very unique part of the NAS and that we still need their support and we still want to recognize that they are the reason that we are the organization that we are today you'll the like current lifetime members will see you know a lifetime program that will roll out that will include some of the things they've gotten before but also some additional invitations and opportunities that they may not have had before. And we will continue to accept lifetime members until this transition officially happens on October 1st. So um, there's still that opportunity to make that investment and become a part of that group.
0: Along with this membership transition, the chapter programming is changing. How will this look differently starting October 1st, 2020?
1: So the chapter, what is currently known as the chapter program, will become um, our alumni networks. And we have two distinct groups of alumni networks. One is our school and college-based constituent networks. The other is our regional-based alumni networks. And so in the past, when you've become a member, you have had to check a box to become a part of one of of this chapter or that chapter. With the Alumni Network Program, again, you become a member when you graduate, so you also become a member of those alumni networks. So anything going on in that area or in that program, in that school, in that regional area, you'll be a part of that and you'll be invited to participate um, in the way that you would like to participate. You will see uh, a big realignment. There will not be the number of alumni networks that you've seen before, um, but they will be largely school and program focused with our staff members, staff members from the school working with each of those networks. Um, With the regional groups, we have realigned those as well. Um, and there will be seven of those that will, are where our largest concentrations of alums are outside of the city of Birmingham right now. And we will continue to build on that. So this new alumni network program is really a new starting point. So we needed to realign our chapter program to better fit this model. But again, as with the changes, in the membership, we will, we needed to change the alumni network program to better suit the needs of alums as well. And so we will, this will be our foundation for that. And then that will continue to grow over time.
0: How do you want people to look at the UAB National Alumni Society?
1: I think I would really like for alumni and the community to see the National Alumni Society as a place that they can come to share their voice and know that it will um, join with others to, to make a difference for the university, that it is a place that they can come to plug in to their passion points, plug into your school, your program, athletics, the Alice Stevens Center, let us be that place that we can get you where you need to be if you don't know exactly what that is. So we wanna be essentially that that central hub that, hey, I'm a graduate of UAB and I want to give back or I want to support, but I don't really know how to do that. So let us be the place that you can come to and we can help you find that path for yourself.
0: Talk a little bit about the campaign for the transition because it has a catchy tagline to it. Um, what exactly does from here on in mean?
1: That in that is at the at the tail of it is, is what is so important we are such a diverse institution diverse in every possible way and we want to be an organization that represents that and doesn't represent one group and not the others Uh, so we want to be inclusive we also want to be an opportunity for you to be involved and that means something different for every single individual for some people being involved means reading a news story or interacting on social media. For others, it means being involved by being on a board, by being on an advisory committee, by being on a task force. For some, it's being involved by mentoring students, providing job opportunities. So so inclusive and involved, Those are those are the two plays on that from here on in that we want to be really clear to everyone.
0: Your membership base is going to grow exponentially on October 1st. Are you ready for that?
1: We're ready. I mean, nothing, nothing changes for us. We are still the National Alumni Society. We are still representing all alumni. Our programming remains the same. The services that we offer remain the same. And those will even get bigger and stronger because we do have a stronger network we do have a lot more people that we can serve. And so we're set up, we're ready, and we hope that this will be the opportunity that takes down any barriers that you may see in interacting back with UAB and and really give you kind of a a simple, easy way to to re-engage.
0: How do alumni support UAB as an alumnus?
1: There are so many ways um, to support UAB. And I know a lot of times you hear, well, I don't have the extra money to give back. Yes, financial gifts to UAB are are critical. Um, They support all of the underlying missions that that UAB has. And we want that to happen. And we hope that people will see the value in continuing to, to give back financially. But there are there are. there's an endless list of ways that alumni can support this institution. And we need alumni to mentor our students, to encourage our students, to hire our students, to come back and support our athletic events, to come back to a tailgate, to participate in our awards programs, to share their successes with us. There's no shortage of ways that you can become involved in the NAS or in the institution. So, you know, that it, people say time, talent, or treasure, and that's kind of worn out, but, but yes, philanthropy and financial support is key. It is key to what makes UAB continue to grow and be successful, but it takes all of these other volunteer pieces to make it all come together to, to be UAB.
0: Where can people go to find out more about the membership transition?
1: So you can go directly to our website. There is go.uab.edu slash in to learn all about the transition. But you can also visit our website and connect there through alumni.uab.edu. So that's gonna be the main home for alumni where you can find the different ways to plug in, find the different activities going on, but then to learn more about the transition it's go.uab.edu slash in So with this
0: new membership transition, alumni are the focus point, but obviously UAB has a lot of friends. What happens with them?
1: You know, nothing really changes with them. Um, our friends and our community are so important to us. They're so important to UAB. We we still want them to be a part of everything that we're doing. So, so there's no change there. There's still... You know, come to our tailgates, come to our awards events, come in and be a part of, you know, supporting our students. That is all there and they are still an integral part of that. There's just not a membership fee. So there's no, again, there's no barrier to participation. Friends are just as important to us as alums. And it's, a, it's the unique thing about UAB. You know, we have a huge alumni network, but we have a huge friend and community network that makes it such an amazing part of Birmingham. Um, and, And that's still gonna be at the forefront of what we're doing.
0: That's Dr. Jennifer Breland, Assistant Vice President of Alumni and Executive Director of the UAB National Alumni Society. Dr. Breeland holds two degrees from UAB. She earned her MBA from the Collat School of Business in 2002 and her PhD from the School of Education in 2012. As the AVP of alumni, Jennifer lives the green and gold every day and has a good idea of what it means to be a Blazer.
1: So I think being a Blazer is, is really a unique opportunity. It's a way to be a part of, of something essentially new. We're, we're still fairly young. You know we are creating new traditions and new new opportunities on campus every day, and there's nothing standing in our way to to be the most innovative or the most creative or the most the most exciting. So being a blazer is is unique. It is um, diverse. We have such a great opportunity to have so many different thoughts and so many different backgrounds to shape the decisions that we're making and so you know it's it's a point of pride it's something that not everybody has the opportunity to do Um, but it is it's a true green and gold mindset you can find out more about the national
0: alumni society's membership transition at go.uab.edu in that's go UAB.edu IN. And as always, check out everything that's going on with alumni at alumni.uab.edu. Be sure to listen in on past episodes of our podcast. Visit our website at alumni.uab.edu slash Green and Told or search the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'd love for you to leave a written review so other alumni can discover our stories. Have an idea for a future episode? I'd love to know. Email me at greenandtold at uab.edu. And don't forget to check us out on social media. We can be found at UAB Alumni on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and until next time, Go Blazers!